welcome to Forever in Flux. I am your host, Olivia Ruiz. I use they, she, he pronouns. And today, our topic of conversation is forgiveness. It's very meaty, it's very, it's connected a lot to other emotions and perhaps other topics, so I will try my best to keep us focused. That's just a disclaimer. We might go a little bit all over the place today, but I wanted to talk about forgiveness. Well, for one reason, it was because it just kind of came to me. It, I just kind of feel it. That's how what I've been doing so far. But I think I think a lot about forgiveness when I'm doing when I'm doing my healing, my healing from childhood trauma, and yeah, because I still hold a lot. resentment inside of me I used to think I was a very easygoing which I am I am a very easygoing person if you know me like I don't like to drag things on and I just I prefer the forgiveness route to be honest Um, but as I've been doing my healing and learning more about myself and about my shadow, that kind of hidden part of me, hidden, wounded part of me, it holds a lot of resentment and for forgiveness, we can start with a definition. Forgiveness is defined as a release or letting go of anger, resentment, bitterness, feelings like that towards someone, something that harmed you or harmed people you care about. So yeah, um, it's interesting because Forgiveness isn't really a feeling on its own. It's more defined as a choice one makes. A choice to let go. A choice to accept whatever happens. Um, And a a choice to let go of your anger, really. I think... I think it's very easy for us humans to get caught up in those day-to-day things that bother us. Some people are like, I'm petty. Like, they, they make it into their whole personality or like, I don't know, they claim it as like a badge of pride type thing and like, you know, for a joke, I'm fine with that, you know, it's funny. Um, but some people I think just take it a little bit too far and I, by some people I'm including myself because at one point I was the type of person to be very determinedly 
angry and bitter at someone for something that they did. It felt like my way of punishing them, which is really toxic now that I think about it. Because why would I punish someone? Like, that's not... I don't want to do that. I don't want to punish people for doing something wrong or something that I don't like. Honestly, for me, the biggest thing that I want from the person or... Well, I don't know. I might be jumping ahead here because honestly, like, people... We're, we're still talking about the anger. We're still talking about the resentment, I think. What... I, I wonder what it's like for others, you know, it might be similar to me, um, but let me know what it's like when you hold on to your resentment and your bitterness, like how maybe the next time you get angry at someone, and it doesn't even have to be serious, it could be something like really random, just notice how it feels in your body and if you're holding on to the anger notice how that feels how it feels to hold on to it because when i started paying attention to how that feels i realized how how shitty it made me feel it's it's exhausting for me to keep up that level of anger Honestly, I just get too tired most of the time to stay angry or bitter at someone. And I know everyone's different, you know, like some of y'all reading this or well, I mean watching this or listening to this will be like, not me, I can hold on to grudges forever. <laughs> um, and yeah, honestly, that's fine. I'm not trying to judge you for that. It's just, I, I think you might benefit from considering this whole forgiveness thing and yeah if you're still listening i guess you'll take you'll want to listen to my advice but yeah if you're the type of person to hold on to that anger just think think about how it feels in your body think about how it's impacted your relationships perhaps or your relationship with that person that you're angry at because i think holding on to anger holding on to bitterness part of that i mean what it is is just resisting change and i think part of it is also a denial of the harm that was done because it's just so hard to accept some things honestly and, and I, I i feel very strongly when i am angry so i completely understand when people are like this person doesn't deserve my forgiveness and yeah i mean honestly it's probably true that not everyone deserves forgiveness but that's not what forgiveness is about in my mind forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself it is not giving it to someone else even though in the english language it's like i forgive you it's it's like an action that you do to someone else 
to me, it doesn't really work that way. It's not like you're really impacting that other person like a whole lot unless they were like really worried about, you know, whether or not you would forgive them. It forgiveness is really something we do for ourselves. Circling back to the resentment thing, it is a gift to ourselves to let go of resentment. It is a gift to our bodies and our hearts and minds and souls to let go of these feelings because ultimately feelings like this and they do have a purpose i'm not saying they're useless but if if they just continuously exist inside you and you are so devoted to keeping them alive like that's gonna destroy you from the inside out that's going to turn into something like hatred and that is that is some really dangerous territory i it's if you don't watch yourself then and you're you're not like me and it's very easy for you to hold grudges i'm just saying that type of energy like by not letting it flow you are you are messing some things up inside i'm gonna say (laughs) i think anger can be useful as a signal to you know let us know when harm has been done otherwise we have to do it like logically all the time and it's hard but emotions like they just know you you feel an emotion you're like this emotion is true there is there is no such thing as a false emotion so anger is that immediate signal like hey something is wrong here and i think it's extremely useful in that aspect and necessary and especially you know galvanizing people motivating people you know it's a good motivator like anxiety but also like anxiety you don't want those feelings to linger you don't want them living inside you because that is how you just start be like existing as a hateful person and you won't even realize it honestly it happens gradually and when This might be kind of obvious to say, but we can't read ourselves as well as we can read others. So you're holding on to this anger and resentment. You might think, this is exactly what I need. This is my righteous motivator for, you know, changing the world or like making things right or whatever you're angry about, whatever you need to see changed. holding on to that anger and and also it's interesting because our culture i think our culture and our like media and all of that kind of glorifies righteous anger and makes it seem heroic makes it seem like necessary always when it's really not (laughs) 
and yeah too much of it is just bad for you like like anything you know it's a balance um and when you hold on to that resentment that feeling you are still focusing on what that person entity thing that you're mad about did you're you're still you're focusing on the harm and that is not bad at first but if you just continuously focus on the harm and the other person is not really acknowledging that they did harm or anything like they're just, they're not giving anything back in terms of acknowledging the wounds like you gotta move on at some point you're focusing on something that is out of your control ultimately because no matter how hard you try or how strongly you believe in it you can't force other people to change they make those choices on their own so if you're holding on to anger in the hopes that this person you're angry at or this entity will realize like oh wow i've actually been hurting this person this whole time or like take it as a punishment somehow because that's how i used to think about it no (laughs) that's just not gonna work and if it if it does it's not gonna work very well and it's not gonna be sustainable anger itself is not a sustainable emotion it just drains you it takes a lot of energy to sustain um so yeah coming back to that idea of control and what you have control over versus what you don't this kind of harkens back to our conversation about death and how mortality reminds us of how little control we actually have so again when you remember how little control you actually have over everything else but and at the same time acknowledge the amount of control and self-reflection you have for yourself that can be very empowering you know i think since forgiveness itself is a choice is an action you choose to do that is giving you agency that is autonomy that that is exercising agency in a healthy smart way i i think it's important in order to keep our energies flowing you know and not let things get stagnant and feel inside you gotta focus on the present moment you focus on the present moment and you focus on what you can do to either fix things or just make yourself feel better what you can do in that moment for that anger and that might just be sitting with that anger and recognizing it seeing it that's that's a way of processing you know i'm not saying whenever you feel angry you should just repress it immediately or you know let it 
happen for a few minutes and then repress it like no emotions are kind of they're like waves you gotta ride them out there's no skipping town early or anything it's if you do skip town early the wave is never gonna stop crashing like you gotta ride it you gotta ride it for the for the wave to, to end so when you focus on that present moment you can really instead of which instead of wasting your time which i don't really like that phrase but it is a waste of time really to stay focused on what someone else did and what they're not doing and all of the bad things because like that doesn't erase all the bad things but it also doesn't do anything for you really it just drains you and it gives you negative karma probably negative energies when when you are embodying negative energies negative energies are also attracted to you so you are also attracting more of that negative feeling by kind of focusing on the situation and what that person either should have done or should be doing yeah so yeah not saying it isn't useful but it is dangerous if you just let it go on and continue for a long time without re-examining your feelings and where you're really at um i think it's also easier for people to keep their anger alive when they deny that any harm occurred at least to themselves i think people are i think people are more inclined to recognize harm done to others than to themselves but that's just a theory of mine <laughs> um you by holding on to this anger, I'm wondering how much room there is left for healing and for holding space for your wound because holding anger is not holding space for your wound. You know, anger is not the feeling that is connected deeply deeply to your wounds it's it's a reaction but it's not the wound right so people i i often see people denying that they've been hurt because they don't want to be vulnerable and they don't want to seem weak which i understand i was i was taught that way too but really being vulnerable and being open emotionally is the best thing we can be doing right now no matter who you are where you are who you're around it's the best thing you can do for yourself and those around you so yeah going back to that topic of agency when you sit with your feelings you know you don't have to try and change them 
just kind of sit and hang out, feel them, acknowledge them, journal, talk to yourself, I don't know, do whatever, man. Or just lie in bed, stare at the ceiling. I do that sometimes. <laughs> and I think as we process emotion and as that process happens, there is more room, there there leaves more room for a re-examination of priorities and a re-examination of just just everything, just the situation maybe. Um, you know, once the anger is passed, I'm usually more rational and I once I acknowledge my wound in particular it becomes a lot clearer to me what needs to happen or not happen perhaps the next time it it, it helps me kind of identify a remedy or a cure almost because becoming aware of exactly what the wound is I hope this is making sense I don't know, in the way I think of it as like you know, you go to the doctor the doctor can't treat you right if they cannot diagnose you, right? they don't know what to do to treat you if they don't know what the wound is same thing with emotional healing you know you might be angry at someone but not actually be angry at them and to explain that more i mean you these feelings of anger might actually be coming from an old wound that never healed that's just getting reopened or i guess bothered triggered by something in the present and you know that can get a lot more complicated and you know you definitely need a therapist and stuff to help you with older wounds but i think that just exemplifies the complexity of forgiveness and anger and and harm yeah you might have a wound that's old as hell and you're not actually angry because of the present I think, I think in that case, it's, it, be, it is a responsibility, it is your responsibility to identify those wounds just for the sake of your loved ones because I have definitely been in situations where I've hurt those I love because of these old wounds that, you know, my traumatized shadow self just immediately jumps out to protect me if it senses any type of similar harm so that that's kind of an example of how an old wound can trigger anger in the now and that can really affect your relationships and especially when you don't know shit about your wounds, your trauma, or anything. It can just be really confusing and hard for everyone. So, 
yeah, if you think you have some old wounds and they're impacting your relationships, like, you don't have to deal with that alone, you know? Even, even here, on my podcast, you know, you can reach out to me if you are really struggling, um, yeah, we're really all in this together, um, I think reaching out is really helpful too. So, identifying the wound, being vulnerable. Vulnerability is so, so important and also so, so hard to practice because all of us, I think, have these protective layers and kind of reactions that protect us from harm and we're taught you know being vulnerable is not good because you could be in danger you know and and that's honestly basic human instinct basic animal instinct i think part of it but i think i think now in our day and age like 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 the only way we can really build community and start leaning on each other and get away from these capitalist extractive ways of being wherein you don't want to be vulnerable because someone could try and get your stuff capitalism we need to move away from that because it's killing the earth and it's killing each other we we are so many broken relationships man i i really think that all of us to some degree have been traumatized by our current capitalist post-imperial western expansion world and it's damaging relationships and people are waking up and the only way to really go back to something different back to community and this is this is reminding me of just indigenous values and stuff which i think are so so important in talking about healing and healing the world healing our societies yeah you, you gotta give some to get some. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, and it's uncomfy. It's, it's very uncomfortable. But the key is practice. Practicing being vulnerable. Practicing being uncomfortable. Because the more you do it and nothing bad happens the easier it gets and your body you can kind of retrain yourself to not fear it as much being vulnerable now i mean easier said than done of course and you don't want to be vulnerable around people whom you know will not receive that well like if you're having an issue with your toxic ex or whatever like being vulnerable with them will probably not work but you know maybe your friends maybe your support group maybe your mom i don't know people you trust or even like randoms i guess if you don't have friends and other support system even randoms work man 
talking to yourself, just talking and well, talking to yourself would be like last, last resort. I really, really think that healing is something that should be done collectively and no one should have to heal on their own because like literally it's impossible. It's impossible to heal on your own. So yeah, in terms of vulnerability, you gotta give some to get some. And oh, will you get some, okay? Like, believe me when I say good things will come from your openness, from your honesty and vulnerability. Because in the end, we are all vulnerable. We are all delicate human beings who have been harmed, you know? And when i find at least when one person acknowledges that it becomes so much easier for others to acknowledge it so there we go with community again you know you can you can spread these good things to your community as well by taking that first step it's it's honestly really beautiful everyone is really scared everyone is really hurt and that is what is at the root of all anger. That's just what it is, <laughs> usually. And so, so yeah, when, when I come across someone in my day-to-day whom, you know, they maybe are not having a great day or they just go through life with these negative energies in them and around them it's it's kind of easier for me to not get angry at them myself because really what what that is is their negative energies are kind of like poisoning yours and i don't want that i don't want other people's negative energy so what helps me to have compassion for them and kindness for them because i also don't want to be mean you know if 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 they are hurt i don't want to be mean to someone who's been harmed you've already been harmed enough so just remembering that their anger likely comes from hurt and from a wound that is still open and bleeding it can it can help. It can really help in situations, you know, when you're dealing with an angry person and you just gotta have the most patience because if you adopt their energy, their angry energy, that's just gonna feed it more. That's just gonna attract even more. Like, it's gonna be a feedback loop no matter how you go about it if you are engaging with their level of feeling and energy you know in in my mind it's like i want to keep my energy pathways clear so and you know i i'm the type of person whom it's very easy for me to take on other people's emotional weight emotional energy so i have to be very careful about just the way I interact with those who are 
you know, having a lot of emotions in the moments, like even when it's something that's not anger, it's a lot. It's a lot for me and I need to focus on myself and kind of separate myself from that person. And something else that helps me with that is remembering the wound, remembering that the wound is the source of the anger. Because then it's like, oh, it's that person's wound, right? So it's like, why am I getting angry at this person when when it's really just their woundedness that is causing all this? Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. Like, it's nothing that's really happening with you. And th- this is in a very specific scenario where I'm talking about, like, you know, you're, you're, you're at a normal neutral state or you're happy or whatever. And you just come across someone who is not in a normal neutral state. They, yeah, you, something that helps me not get emotionally invested is remembering that they have their own wounds and their anger and negative energies are their own they are their own and anything i might be feeling is residual that i am picking up from them because they're just spreading it all over the place i'm thinking about my my cat and the way how he kicks litter all over the place i have to get a new litter box for him that's how it is with angry people they just like you get some anger you get some anger everyone gets some anger you know and and it's like they the energy like i said that feedback loop it just kind of builds and builds and builds on itself unless you make that conscious decision to say no and to set that boundary so yeah that's what helps me you know remembering that the world doesn't revolve around me (laughs) and whatever that person is angry about has nothing to do with me that that is what really helps me in those specific situations (sighs) anyway yeah wounds are really at the root of all anger so I kind of want to just get in there. Me personally, it it kind of makes me, it makes me mad (laughs) when I see people just kind of focusing on those surface level momentary emotions and not looking deeper into where those emotions are coming from or why you might be feeling them. I think now is super great important time for all of us to be thinking about our wounds and how resentment still lives in us because those wounds have not been properly treated we've been we've been wounded by these institutions man i i have been wounded by institutions in my life it's not even just people so there is a lot of work that we have to do to heal i think yeah i I just think it would really benefit everyone if we all just 
became vulnerable and were open and honest with how we felt and that we honored other people's emotions and validating them and validate them because I mean there really isn't it's not that great if you share your emotions and someone like invalid I mean for me at least <laughs> it feels pretty bad when I'm trying to express my emotions and someone says I'm not actually feeling them I Yeah, express your emotions, receive other people's emotions, but you gotta do it healthily, you gotta do it the right way, and honestly, I'm thinking that needs to be a whole other episode, because dang, yeah, it's a lot. I It took me a long time to figure out how to communicate my emotions and how to communicate with others in terms of their emotions and how to understand them really but that's a whole other topic we can talk about that another time we're almost at the end here and i wanted to leave off by talking about self-forgiveness Throughout this entire episode, we've been saying, oh, okay, the harm was done by someone else or by an institution or by something outside of us. But what about when the harm was done by us? That can get a little trickier because, for one thing, you got to admit that you harmed someone or something, did something wrong. That's always hard to do. And you gotta have the self-awareness to to really like reflect and think, am I holding resentment at myself for such and such thing? And if you, maybe you can meditate on it, maybe you can, I don't know, think about... You know, I don't know, if you're the type of person who lays awake in bed at night and thinks about mistakes you made, maybe you're still holding on to resentment over those mistakes. Maybe you're still angry at yourself for making that mistake. And if you discover that you are, you can make the choice to let go of that anger. You can make the choice to forgive yourself. And it may not work 100% because these things are not so cut and dry. I don't know if you could tell that by now. (laughs) But it does make a difference. Making that choice, telling yourself, it is okay that I made a mistake. It is okay that I harmed someone. I will do better next time. That is so monumental. That is like awesome and the more you can forgive yourself the easier it is to just go through life and succeed and be who you are without creating your own obstacles because i think that's really what i run into a lot of the times is i create my own obstacles because i think of myself as not good enough or unworthy and 
incapable, 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 when, you know, those things are not, they're not really true, it's just these old wounds that I have that I need to heal. Yeah, forgiving yourself, it's a process. It is a long, long process. But again, practice does help a lot. And I will say that there is nothing quite like that feeling of self-love that must be cultivated to forgive yourself. Because, I mean, why are you motivated to forgive yourself if you don't love yourself? (sighs) Yeah. Forgiveness. I'm, I'm a huge fan of forgiveness. I, I really do like to just forgive people and not keep things- well, it depends on the situation. Obviously, you know, different things are more serious than others, but I'm really the type of person who's concerned about a way forward. I don't like hanging out in stagnant spaces because, you know, I'm already feeling shitty. I don't want to hang out in a shitty place. So forgiveness is a way forward. Making choices, that is stepping forward stepping past what was, stepping into the future. You can create a better future by acknowledging the harm, acknowledging the wound, and making that promise to yourself, I will do better next time. I think that can really help with forgiveness and you can't always get that from people, you know? You know, actual accountability and a good apology. But you, even if it doesn't apply in that specific situation, you still learned. If that person doesn't want to learn from what they did, that is okay. You still learned about people in general and about yourself through that experience. And you can use that knowledge later on. So I think that's something also really great about forgiveness. It helps you really just get more rational and really break down like what went wrong and what can you do to make things better. And that's really all we're trying to do, right? That's the point of this transformation thing. We don't want to transform into something worse. We want to evolve. Evolve always. Which is what we're doing, you know? Even if you don't think you are, you are. Okay? (sighs) Yeah. Forgive yourself. I forgive you for whatever you did. Um, Everyone is... We're just humans, man. And even if you do really messed up shit, that doesn't mean you're not human. And yeah, I will agree that there are terrible people who do terrible things. 
but I don't need to hold on to anger towards those people because it's not doing anything for me and it's not doing anything for them. So what's the point? I guess I'll leave it on that. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like to connect with me on socials, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I can add my handles to the descriptions. And yeah, subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. I don't know, follow. I don't I don't really know how these things work. I'm not a podcast listener. So yeah, just just if you like this, let me know. Because I thrive off of positive feedback. I'm a Leo, so yeah. That that is everything then. You all have a nice rest of your day, night, evening, morning, whatever. I love you. And I will see you next time.